Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about feeling better. Feeling better is an important thing to do. Feeling so much better all the time. Yeah. So today in Mayan is? 13 Can, and Can is the tribe of the seeds. So today is a good day to launch those seeds that will be growing tomorrow's flowers. The name in Mayan for today, the tone, is uh, called uh, Take Magic Flight. So this is a very good day to launch a project, absolutely. And, well, tonight's program is the project we're launching at this particular moment. I just um, <coughs> am about to launch the new book into existence, which may be done sometime in the early hours of today, perhaps. We shall see. And I endure in order to target, which in and of itself um, makes a lot of sense because it takes a while to get aim at things. Transcending awareness, going past awareness, into something called presence, which would be one of the first things we'll introduce is something to make you feel better is to feel present. Mm -hmm. Well, what, transcending awareness, I think that's interesting because there does come a time in all creative process where there's no longer even an awareness of what you're doing because you've merged with it and you're being it rather than being aware of it. Because to be aware of anything implies a separation from it to, a, to an extent. So we must allow ourselves to be part of things as well as come out and be the observer and then get back into it. But, but the idea of feeling better, Neville and I were talking in, uh, before the show, and the thing is, is it's, I hear this all the, <coughs> all the time, pardon me, I, and I felt it myself that I wish at times I could have me outside of me so that I could give myself advice that I can see very plainly when it's involving other people, and that we all have those times in our life where it's, more constricted or less able to see the bigger picture. And one morning I woke up hearing that the only eyes we cannot look into are, are our own. And that's why we act as mirrors for each other. And that there are times that the fastest way to a destination or a place, which is within ourselves, is through the mirroring of other people, whether that's in the form of the people in our lives or whether that's in the form of a counselor or a spiritual guide of some sort. But there, there remains the fact that there are those times in our life where we get our guidance through external means, which is really a reflection of our internal means. I remember a number of years ago, someone, I don't exactly remember who, saying that they would accept all things into themselves. And of course, the paranoia of the time years ago the idea that, oh my God, how could someone do that? For sure, he'll be taken over by the devil, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but then I've come to recognize that uh, separation is what we're talking about. Separation is the only thing we're talking about. So you're actually light years ahead to agree to accept everything. I agree to accept everything into myself. So probably a year or so after hearing that, I decided to receive counsel from my dark side, which was very interesting uh, because my dark side could not imagine that I was making anything less than 100000 a year with the talent that I had as far as the ability to counsel 
the ability to see things clearly. Um, the, the language codes, which was about to come into existence, would bring uh, awareness to hundreds of thousands of people. Um, all of this stuff, so this idea of the separation is what keeps, it, or the idea of fighting, um, the idea of not accepting everything is what's making us not feel good. <coughs> if everything was just acceptable, you provided resistance to nothing, then you would be an unbelievably smooth flow, nothing could stick to you, and you would be feeling much better. Better is, by the way, better than best. Better is better than best, because as soon as it's best, you're out of the loop. You're, you're done. I did my best. Good, you can go home now. Yeah? Uh, but I'm doing better. Well, you'll hang around and do better and better and better and better. This is Until you no longer have to be on the scale of any of that measurement. Yeah, once the mm -hmm. measurement is gone, then we can actually start to be. Uh, otherwise, the measurement and doing are synonyms, so. Well, you know, it's interesting, just the idea of the measurement, because mm -hmm. something, as we were talking earlier, that came to me, and it's very true. When we are being, we're really not aware of what's going on because we're experiencing. And I've said many times over the years that we're either experiencing or we're measuring, and we can't be doing both at the same time. If we're measuring, then we're not having the experience. We're measuring it. We're looking at it, either behind it, uh, from behind it or from ahead of it, but we're looking at it and we're not in it. So if we are measuring, we are much more likely to be unhappy than if we are experiencing because you can't be unhappy when you are experiencing because that is a measurement. And so it can't happen. But both of those things really are important. Our awareness is important for our evolution as well as the experience. So I think this would be a good opportunity to just contemplate making peace with both the experience and the awareness, the measurement of it, the contemplation of it, and then the actual experience of it. We who are young do, we who are wise be. It's a trick question, as we've said a million times. To be or not to be is a trick question because there is only being. You cannot not be. There's no one around who's not being. Cannot be done. All of that turns out to be a joke. So yeah. the, go ahead. Well, I was just referring to the actual experience. I'm not saying that the person, uh, uh, when I refer to being and, and, uh, and the awareness of it, I'm not talking about the, the soul, the person, I'm talking about the experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so we brought in, um, well, between the two of us, I believe we have <laughs> 60 years at least of experience. I'm only 19, so don't yeah. be telling me that stuff. So I'll take care of the rest of that figure. Uh, as far old, as experience, as far as experience with assisting people, uh, rather than helping, rather than any of the other words we might put in there, uh, getting people <coughs> uh, through talking to them uh, to become talking to us, those parts of us, uh, to become better people, to become less in pain, to become more wise, to become more evolved, directly because of all that. And we've, over the years, uh, come up with a huge number of techniques by which we can awaken people in just every direction. And uh, so one of them is the um, 
uh, ringing of the quartz crystal bowl on a person, which we do individually. We do an event once or so a month where we're ringing the And we have for over 15 moons. years, yeah. long before these were cool, we've been doing these Or bowls. known, for that matter. Yeah. We've had them before anybody knew about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and um, so we, we are thought we, doing we might this demonstrate. Now, Let's we do that now. Okay. Well then, and then I'll we'll get see where the rest of the show goes. Well, I had some other things to say. Well, that's we'll go right, right back to that. that topic. I'm going to ring the C bowl. C is the base chakra, the grounding tone, the red color red, and this is an optically clear quartz bowl. Has a really different tone than the main, the the more common frosted bowls, and of course it's little little more pricey because of that but it carries a really wonderful tone that stays with things for quite I mean it stays resonant and vibrating and and audible for quite some time so I'll start out ringing this so that you can get a feel for this what this C sound, uh, sounds like and then Neville will join in with a frosted bowl that's a G which is the throat chakra and then maybe I'll stop ringing this toward the end so we can hear just that note by itself at the end okay okay this is the C, and if you choose, just relax and let the sounds in and, and train up to them.
All right. And these will tune and balance your physical body, your mental process, your spirit connection. They're a very important tool that's uh, used to, well, tune, tune your body. It is that simple. Either one of us are doing tuning on people, you get information through the balls. Yeah. It's a very important thing to do for anyone might enjoy the ride. We've had a lot of people that have come on a regular basis to have the whole set of balls rung on them that have had a really remarkable experience from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so. true. Um, well, yeah, thank you for listening to that. I, there are some recordings of the bowls up on the website that aren't the optimum. I'm going to be re-recording them. I, as a matter of fact, I have. I just have to do some editing on them. Uh, if you'd like to listen to them with headphones, it sounds a lot better than with your stereo speakers, or I mean uh, speakers from yeah. the computer. But, but on having them actually ring on your body is the penultimate uh, experience there. It is indeed. And it's, um, we live a life very out of tune in case we have not noticed. We'll explode with anger from no stimulation really at all. And so the bowls will uh, help one to get that into a place where it is um, on your side. You definitely everything feel better. Is on your side. You will for a, quite some Long time. Long time, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know that th these are just one more example of the changing face, let's say, of psychology and traditional mental health. Things really are evolving because we are changing. And one thing that I noticed is that when we go to get help somewhere, one of the first things that happens is we're categorized, we're triaged and put into a category and then our whole treatment plan forevermore is based on that category and we start doing that to each other just all the labels think about all the labels that we have oh you're depressed well the idea of depression I understand that there is a, a much more severe form of depression and then there are less severe forms of depression but the fact is we are made up of all of these different things we have little depressions here and there and that they can be useful for us. We can learn more about ourselves. We can use that to fuel us to make changes in our life. We can use it to go inward. Often what depression does is it drives you inward so that you get to know yourself. But when we have these labels like, oh, you are depressed, it's almost like intellectually we all go climb into that category and we label children HDHD I'm sorry, I know I said there's initials A, B, C, D. EFG, um, EIO, but we have so many different categories, uh, bipolar, da, 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 that we lose ourselves. And what happens is we have this narrower and narrower band that we're trying to squeeze ourselves into and bursting out at the seams. I think it would be a far healthier thing for us to just see all of us as perfect instead of yeah. our sexual orientation being a title that we're called or uh, the fact that that somebody is overweight or underweight and they're called that you see my point I finally found limited. that I that I have a label and the label is dry clean only extra starch that I wear explains it proudly everything, yes that starch I, I wear knew, it proudly. I knew that was coming from somewhere mm -hmm. yeah yeah, but 100% of human beings are bipolar, every one of us, because we all think, uh, not quite all of us, but we think in good and bad. We think in two poles. 
plus and minus. We think in good and evil. And until we, as a group, agree to step past that, there's not much we can actually do for people because they'll, the judgment is actually prejudgment. We have this idea of uh, evil and we have this idea of good. And we make reality fit into these two, only two categories. And that's, that uses up your whole lifetime and then you reincarnate and you do it again. So it is time for the idea of uh, the process not being bipolar. Everybody's so afraid of artificial intelligence. Yeah, that's because you're afraid of the fact that you're actually bipolar, that you're one or you're zero, and that's it for us. You want to leave artificial intelligence as a joke well behind you? Start to think in Trinity. Start to think in, in it's the difference. Right now we think in black and white. Okay. Now, as soon as you start to think in Trinity, you start to think in color. And that is what we're saying. That's the entire point of uh, what well, speaking, we're doing with this speaking show. Speaking of bipolar, I, mm -hmm. I have a different take just from the type sure. of work that I do. It's not yeah. different. I agree with you. I've been saying that for a long time, yeah, that yeah. we really do live our lives holding these marbles, and every experience that happens to us, we either drop it in the, the good One bucket bin or, or the, the, other. The, yeah. the bad bin. And it is true. And that's why if you're measuring, you're not going to be as happy <laughs> as when you are experiencing. Uh -huh. But w a way that I see it, or how I define that bipolarness, which is just a different way, I mean, we all have yeah, our own ways ahead. of doing that, is when we have something that disrupts our natural flow of consciousness, as in a trauma, as in a pain of any sort, it's like dropping a big boulder in the middle of a stream. Let's say somebody tells you you're stupid and you're not worth anything. That big boulder falls and part of the water goes around it and says, yes, I am. How dare they say that? I'm perfect the way I am. And it flows around. And then this side, which adopts their point of view and says, oh, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm just as, as dumb as dumb is and blah, blah, blah. And we go into a lot of this negative self-talk. And depending on what's going on around us and which emotional circuit is being triggered, we'll be on this side or we'll be on this side. And Trinity thinking is one way, but another way is to really clear that emotional boulder that has fallen into the stream of your consciousness. And when you clear that out, the streams flow back together and then you're complete. Anything distilled out is not going to be in its ideal form as it will be when it's whole. I mean, we see that in our food, when our food is processed and parts of it are segregated and put in a vitamin over here and done something different over here. When we allow ourselves to come back at one with ourselves, it's very much like what mm -hmm. the Buddhists say. So clearing that emotional charge, because I really feel that we don't hold on to things that don't have an emotional charge. That emotional charge is that magnet that sticks things. And as a matter of fact, I'm starting the EFT three-day workshop tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tell us a but, little bit about that. Well, I know I, it may seem like I, I'm really pushing this and everything, but no. I'm really passionate about it because I know it works. And I've worked with thousands of people over the years. And it's not just EFT. It's not just the tapping. It's when people are really ready to heal and the synergy between two people as, as we tap on this. It's just an extremely powerful thing. I've seen conditions, those categories, those labels, all the way from very extreme things to very simple things can get released immediately. 
because we're dealing with the energetic emotional body instead of just talking about it and reworking our brains and maybe bullying our brains into submission so that it accepts and forgives but it's not a genuine thing and when we don't clear something it's like squeezing a balloon and it pops out over here it'll pop out in another area of your life it's just to me very evident oh yeah absolutely uh, more there's always new things to discover there's always other ways of um, and there's always um, other correct answers. We well, see the Trinity. Yeah, the Trinity forever. thinking is a very similar type of, of construct because mm -hmm. one of the things about the things, the thoughts on either side of that stream, yeah, is that you have to get a perspective of above the blockage and the two streams in order to really clear that, and so that is the third perspective. Yeah, and the. the Training our children that way. I really got it when, it's, uh, when I recognized we're all seeing in black and white. That's who we are as the human race at this point. I'm using all in a... Uh, no, I, I, get, I get that. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then to see in color, to mm -hmm. see another way of seeing. And, you know, how, when is that going to happen? And however, happen whatever technique... Happens. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And... Um, I'm just saying that uh, a point of our program is that you can be the first on your block. You can be the one that actually changes. You can be the one that actually grows, that actually invests in themselves instead of the, um, uh, following the norm, instead of being average. You can be well above average just by virtue of your approach to thought. And that's the whole concept of this particular program is feeling better and you'll feel a lot better with a new perspective on things because mm -hmm. we all drag with us. I had, um, 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 and I see where I'm still, I caught myself um, expecting a traumatic thing to happen again to the point of making me uncomfortable, which set off all these flags in my head because this is typical of mankind and typical of the bipolar behavior. You know, if it happened before, it therefore will happen again, which is not the truth at all, but it's a myth we've been taught. In other words, if you, um, I, when I was a kid, I couldn't spell very well, so I still have the idea that I don't spell very well, but that is truly a dated item. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do spell well now. Took me some time to figure out spelling, because come on, this is English. You know, which is arbitrarily spelled, by the way, in case you think there's some set of rules. So, and you just have to know the word. It's that simple. So it takes a while to get a hold of knowing the word. So, but you can do away with the, um, as you're saying, your, your field is stopped by the traumatic event and that leaves a signature until you are aware enough to modify that so that when the signal for the stop in the energy comes up, you just let it go without stopping the energy. You know, that, that's the technique. The Toltec spoke about it. There's just thousands of references to, you know, ride with death as your best friend on your shoulder. And, you know, to leave this stuff out. And that's about feeling better. That's the way you do it. You just well, stop I think believing in trauma. Yeah, well, also, 
in order to feel better, you have to know what better looks like to you. Yeah. Uh, you have to know how you're feeling now. And as a rule, now not probably if you're watching the show, you're not in the extreme example of this, but I'm sure if you walk down to the corner grocery store, you would find a number of people that are like this, that they will do anything, and that we all do it at different times and at varying degrees, do anything to not have to look inward and find out what's really going on with us and who we are, where we want to go, and even how we're feeling at the moment. All we know is that we often don't feel good. That could be physically, mentally, emotionally, or even spiritually. And so mm -hmm. step number one is to identify where in my life don't I feel good? Is it this marriage that you're in? Is that this constant thing that makes you feel bad? Is it this relationship with your friend? Is it a loneliness? Is it your uh, uh, dissatisfaction with yourself as a person? What is it? So identify it and be able to speak it so that you can then become bigger than it. And then identify what it would be like if that were no longer there. <coughs> and it's really like a mathematical formula. <coughs> Excuse me. If you say, okay, I, I feel bad because of this relationship I have with my best friend. She's constantly uh, belittling me in front of other people. And then if you ask yourself, okay, now to get that out of my life, what would change in my life? That is your fear right there. Well, what would change in my life is that she would go away and then maybe I would have no one. And when you get to your real fear, your bottom line that keeps you to, from uh, letting go of this or holding on to whatever this is in your life that's making you feel bad, you're going to then be able to let it go. You're going to be able to deal with that fear. And that is the point of what, what we're talking about here uh, is to release the stuff it doesn't serve you anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, the people, it's kind of at this point in my life, it seems funny to me, the immortalists, the people that want to live forever, and there's a percent of our population that's like that because uh, in the living forever, there isn't the reset that's inherent in the uh, growing old, dying, becoming born again, and passing another life. That, that cycle doesn't exist in the immortalist concept and it won't work for that very reason. Any more than you could be an immortal, uh, you could not, not sleep. We, I believe we all agree with that. Human being uh, requires sleep for the process. On off switch is necessary. Well, that's all death is, and it's not really an off switch. It's more of an on switch. But the, this concept, so the, the whole process of uh, allowing the flow is the feeling better that we're talking about here is allowing everything to be as it is. That's and a huge thing because resistance yeah. really is the cause of all aging. It's the cause of pretty much everything, everything. that we yes. don't usually like. Yeah. Uh, it, it's why resistance. we wear out. But I can see uh, one of the first things in our mind is, well, if I don't resist it, what I'm doing is agreeing to it, and I'm validating it, and I'm allowing it to stay here. And I think Sometimes with the, this, uh, I create my reality and law of attraction, we're thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to create something different than that. And that often will keep us in the struggle of the thing that, that is right there. The way I look at it is we're all in a dark room and we have a miner's hat on. And wherever we look is what is going to be illuminated in our life. And the way to get it to stop being illuminated is not to sit there and continue staring at it and yelling at it, 
be quiet, go back into the darkness, go back, at, get out of my life, because we're still illuminating it. So we have to be able to let go of whatever it is, meaning turning your attention to something different and never looking back. If we're constantly looking back, then we haven't really let it go. Well, a lot of the um, slightly different subject here, but still on the concept of feeling better, a lot of people I counsel with, I say, um, do me a favor here and, and name the professional athletes that uh, bowl and play tennis and golf and play football and basketball and baseball. There's no one like that because... Doesn't Michael Jordan do a lot of this? No, no, he never bowled. You never heard about Maybe that. Maybe he did. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. Go ahead. So, well, my point is yes, that you point. pretty much have to choose a specialty. So our audience, you know, what, what one thing would you love to do? The latest counseling I'm getting from the world between worlds is, um, and, and that was how I opened the meditation this morning, what is it I would love my life to be? You know, and mm -hmm. I want information from a far greater part of me than I'm used to communicating with. And that's a whole program in and of itself. But what is it you would do if you were going to do what you love to do? What would your one thing be? So I'm thinking besides author, and I've already split it, but um, the exploring between lives is what fascinates me the most at this particular point. So uh, I'm going to be doing that at Sticks and Stones. That's on the and you're oh yes, you know, thank you, you for reminding what me. What are you doing on the fifteenth? Uh, I will be doing a psychic development class there, uh -huh. which is part two. But I've made them kind of independent, and then. On the 16th, you and I will be at Six and Stones between 12 and 4 doing readings. Yes. So stop on in or call for a yeah. time slot there. And then in uh, <coughs> May, I'm going to be doing four events, which is, uh, and you know, it's sign up for all four. Please don't pick one you like, uh, because they're a system that I want to introduce, which would be past life, off-planet life, future life, and then between lives. Uh, as a series of four, and uh, because it's going to take that much to get this thinking, um, you may have parts of it, but please come for the whole thing. I, I highly recommend that. You can <coughs> really learn a lot about yourself. Mm -hmm. I'll also be at AMC, Arlington oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Metaphysical Chapel, on the 23rd of April, mm -hmm. doing a dream workshop. Oh, how excellent. So we're out and about next couple of months. Yeah, and uh, <coughs> I'm doing palmistry, I believe. I don't know. I'm doing some subject. Take a look at AMC, and you'll see Neville is doing some subject. That's the one. Okay. Okay. That's Stuff in like June, that. In June, so we'll, yeah. We'll announce mm -hmm. that a little closer to that date. Yeah. But yeah, I well, I think it's important to identify what you'd like to be, how mm -hmm. you would like mm -hmm. to feel. But I'd invite callers to call in, and if you have any questions at all, if you have something going on in your life, we'd be happy to help you gain that third perspective, that higher perspective. Yeah. And. Uh, really, when you call in and say these things or, or share your mm -hmm. story, it helps everybody. I get calls and emails all the time about how a particular caller was really beneficial. Oh, that absolutely. And you have total anonymity. No one's going to know <laughs> who it is you are. Mm -hmm. If you want, you can disguise your voice. Hello, I'm calling from England, and I'd like My to know... My name's Julia Child. Yes. Uh, does butter go I'd with like butter? I'd like a reading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with butter. But but not so much necessarily, the, but the idea of seeking a counseling on something that puzzles. Well, you know, you just hit 
hit the nail right on the head there. I think oh, it, I was nail. alluding to it before yeah. about people finding it difficult to really look inside. Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes people find it more difficult to ask for help, to reach out, because it seems like, well, we're 18, we're grown up, we're finished baking and we're fine, and if we admit <laughs> to anything, looking for any kind of an assistance, that means we're failing, somehow we're messing up. And one of the things that I admire most about a lot of the people that I've worked with over the years, and just people mm -hmm. I've known, that have no problems about saying, yeah, you know, I am having some sadness right now, or I feel blocked. I'm going to go go to somebody and see if I can gain some help, or I'm going to mm -hmm. read this book, or or talk to this friend. Those are the most courageous people. We think of it as being vulnerable, but vulnerability is actually our greatest strength. And if you are strong enough, you are strong enough to be vulnerable. And when you get that, then there are no off-limit places to you. And if you're feeling half-baked, do consider calling in because we can certainly facilitate the completion of your baking. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Become fully baked. People love cookie dough. <laughs> I don't know. Just so. call in 571-749-1166 and we shall complete your baking. Uh, but seriously, if you have, or whimsically, I don't care either way, if you have some question about something, some, this is, first of all, free. Did we get you yet? Just call in. No, you it's F asterisk free R R dash. You know how they no write it. There's no secret code involved. you can't just write free in the. Assuming we can dial the phone, and uh, just call in the studio number, and we'd be <laughs> very happy to uh, provide counseling. We've. Um, either one of us, you were saying that the, uh, um, we were talking about this pre-production, you can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars at a traditional psychiatry and do nothing other than facilitate the purchase of a BMW, whereas here, for your benefit, just call and ask anything yeah. that's upsetting you. Yeah. We will I will guarantee that we will provide you with a perspective you did not have that is wow. at a higher level of consciousness. Yeah, I don't know about guarantees. Well, I but do. More so. likely. Okay. Okay. So, hi, caller. What's your name, please? <laughs> hi, this is Edith. Hi, Edith. Edith. How are you? Good. What? How are you doing? Great. Thanks. Good. I was just calling to um, get some suggestions on how I can work on my mediumship. Uh, I'm sorry. What was uh, develop mediumship? Develop mediumship. Oh yeah. yeah. I was going to write to you, Edith. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. Um, well, there are a lot of different ways. I was, I was just going to share some of the things that I was, uh, I was starting this uh, development circle, and I was going to tell you about that, but I think by the time we hooked up, it was most of the way over. So I've, I do have some tips, but maybe that's better offline, because sure. it, it'll take me a little while, but thanks for calling and reminding me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'll get to that tonight. Is there anything else we can help you with? Um, no, that's it. Okay. Well, I, I guess um, I remember when you called the last time, I was really picking up that you have a great skill for this. And the times that I've seen you, I've also perceived and felt that too. And it just seems like right now things are at this balance point or this tipping point, let's say, in your life where this kind of thing is, is really saying, let me out, let me out. And I occasionally do uh, a series of uh, development classes, you know, my psychic development series. 
but some of that is on mediumship and it's a real good way to get your feet wet and to be able to practice and I'm going to be working on some things in the future for people to do more practice with with people. Great, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, yeah, now, and yeah. maybe we can talk soon too. Great, thanks okay. a lot. Thank bye -bye. you, bye-bye. Glad and to hear from you. Many, many years ago I ran an ad in Pathways and we have our next caller, so I'll talk about that later. Okay. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Linda. Linda, Hi, Linda. what can we do for you? Well, I just wanted to call and say that I feel better because <laughs> you taught me that there are no accidents in life. Uh-huh. All about the choreography of life. Mm -hmm. And I really take that to heart, and I really try to spread the word, and I enjoy your show so much. Oh, well, you're so you. sweet. Thank you. Yeah, that you. is. That's really nice of what you to say that. What a kind lady, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Are yeah. you still there? Yep. No, I think it might have been. Wow. Well, call you. back if you if you still wanted yeah, to dialogue about that. Yeah, if you had a, another that. question. Yeah. Yeah, but thank you very much for yeah. spreading and, the word about And, you know, about that's us. really good to know. Neville and I have been doing this for how many years together? We're in our last year. Every week. And... I know some of the things we say again and again. So we lost the call. Okay, we we say over and over. But you often it's good to hear these things over and over. We hear other negative things, what we call negative things that are contrary to your happiness and relaxation. We hear those over and over every day on the news about death, destruction, blah 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 blah. And yes, those things happen. I'm not going to say that they don't, but they don't happen more than all these other things. As a matter of fact, I've, this is something I've wished to do since the early 80s, and that was to start a good news show, the good news. And there have been websites in, over time that, that are the good news, but they always just uh, uh, like wind their way out of existence or go defunct in some way. It's, it's like we have to get ourselves to the place where we are receptive to good news, where it sells, and we'll have Tons of people producing shows like that. It is okay to feel good. You can love yourself enough to feel good. It's like we all have this thing in our subconscious mind that tells us that we're not allowed to be happy and that when we are, oh. we have to pay for it with hours of misery. What? The, the idea of, having, of repeating what we repeat on this show, um, there's a great perspective to be brought to bear there in that, um, as we're saying, the entire rest of the media is um, systematically chanting negativity. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. And or so what? that's why we are likely to repeat many, many times. Uh, and I just want to start that ball rolling yet again uh, by recounting that um, when I went to Drumvelo's Earth Sky Seminar and he said to the group, Thought Creates and Where You Place Your Attention Grows, <coughs> one year later, I understood those words. It took me one year to build enough brain to incorporate those nine words, which you just heard but won't be able to remember. And I'm not saying that to create that. I'm just Ooh. observing uh, to... What was that Crocodile Dundee did? <laughs> yeah, with the dog. So um, we do repeat these things because many people have to hear um, that you're lovable, you are lovable, you're lovable, you are lovable, you're lovable, you're lovable. How many times do you have to hear that before you go, well, damn right I'm lovable. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm terrific. <laughs> 
you know, how long does it take? People just don't. You know, the, by the way, you're a genius. You're a genius at what it is that you are a genius at. Every one of us is a genius. There are no exceptions to that. And every one of us has an individualized, specialized genius. You, watching me now, are a genius. You're a genius. Act like it. Quit fooling around. Stop pretending there's something the matter with you. Because as soon as you want to pretend there's something the matter with you, you have every excuse in the world to lay there and whine. And it's not pleasant. It's not gaily. It's not satisfying. It doesn't move you anywhere. So you're a genius, and you're lovable. And you are creative. All right, fight on that. Go ahead. See well, if that, I'm interested. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's like my whole point in what I, getting back to what I was saying about the good news, mm -hmm. that we tend to purchase the what we call negative, just, a, just a, so I can explain what I'm talking about, the things that don't make us feel good, because we believe on some level we deserve it. If we look at the metaphor of the, the Ten Commandments where you're told what to do and then the metaphor of Christ coming and saying just love everyone as you would love yourself, well, we had to really take a step backwards because we were loving others as we love ourselves, and it wasn't pretty either. So now it's time to take a step back and love ourselves. We don't have to pay for happiness. It's free. It's our birthright. And so allow it to come into your life. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, it's we have a uh, time to do that. Okay. Hi. No caller? Okay. All right. Well, we'll take a break then. Okay. Bye, guys. We'll see you later. <laughs> no. Um, Okay, I keep hearing talking as if there's going to be, so I'm pausing. Well, let me go and refer to, um, well, I can't really read my notes. Yeah, you know, it's amazing that it was um, this idea that we're saying, hi, name some difficulty. Pardon me for the word difficulty, because I know that creates it. But, you know, give us a call. We'll give you a different perspective yeah. on it. And at least it would be, if I was stuck in a place and someone said, oh, I could give you a different perspective on that, it's free, just pick up a phone. And I understand some people have a real issue with ducks on the air. And, you know, this is the point at which, why am I doing this? I know, let's just go yeah. home. Yeah, as a matter of fact, <laughs> let's just declare an end to all We're this. We're gonna whine. Oh, yeah. here's our duck. I wanted to say something real quick to you. Delight. Mm -hmm. Delight, does that mean you take away light when you delight? No, that's not necessarily difficult. Okay. No, delight is so. fun, it's beautiful, just take it. <laughs> okay. I wanted to say, you know with everything, how there's the comment section, blogs, and, and on Amazon you can go review all these products. I think it's great, number one. It's not a bad thing, I'm not criticizing it. But I have found that we have a billion armchair critics or complainers that are getting this incredible outlet and so everybody is looking for what's wrong with everything rather than what's right. Now I agree that if you buy a product that does not work please post that and put it out there but I, I find that just on people's personal websites and blogs they have to criticize anybody in the media oh look she's got purple earrings on today how awful. That is a reflection of how much we love or don't love ourselves, too. And we have all the callers for readings. So. Okay, great. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Mary. Yes. Mary. Is this Linda? Mary. Oh, Mary. Hi, Mary. 
Yes, I have a question about the correct career path for me. Okay. Okay, let me pull some cards here. I know one of the things when we go to look at the subject of career paths in our life, it's like those things when we're kids where it's got words and then pictures and we have to draw the line to match them up. What we tend to do is these are my skills, these are the jobs out there and draw lines. And it really takes us far away from feeling who we are and what we would love to do. What this is saying is finishing up one thing before you begin another. And what really makes you feel complete? Sometimes when we have training and experience in one, one particular thing for years and years, then when we go to use that out there and, and, and say, you know, that's not really me, I'd like to do something different, we feel like we're throwing away all that education. So that's telling you to take a look at that and allow yourself to take that leap. I feel there's something that you've been thinking of for quite some time, and now's the time to take that leap of faith, jump out there, and it feels a lot more creative. And I think sometimes there might be a feeling that, oh, if I step out there and put myself out there, then if I fail, I'm really going to fall like a lead weight. But you're not. So just trust yourself. And this is talking about a good partnership that's going to assist you. So feels like working outside of a large corporate business structure, something more creative, and having a partner with it. So why don't you think about some things that would fit into that category that you've been contemplating. Mm -hmm. So, thanks. And I just want to repeat that uh, both of us do do counseling. We have been doing counseling yeah, for hundreds of years, and if people are actually interested That's what in... That's calling for. Yes, I know, but to come to us individually, privately. Okay. okay. And I'd just like people to understand that they That's do. what's going on. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next call. And our next caller. Hi, what's your name, please? Hi, what's your name, please? Hi, my name is Constance. Hi, Constance. Constance. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. Mm -hmm. What can we do for you tonight? Well, I discovered you uh, just yesterday for the first time, and I must say there's a huge echo there. Ah. No, not on this Not end. on this end, so yeah. you're good. Okay, okay. good. Um, you guys are wonderful. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Together and alone, both of you. Neville, you make me crack up. Mary, you're just, you're, you're great. You're cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, would you, would you like me to pull some cards? I would love it. Well, strangely enough, I had already started, so without even thinking, so this is good. Laziness, there's no such thing. If we're asking, it would be far better to ask why we're making ourselves do it and why we don't want to rather than beating ourselves up over not doing something. And I feel like there have been some things, you're very intuitive and you walk through life and certain things haven't felt right and you don't do it and certain things feel right and you do it. And maybe people over time haven't always given you a proper validation or encouragement in that area. But to continue to trust your instincts there. When you feel like, nope, I'm not gonna walk towards something, don't. The projections card, one of the things that that's telling me is perhaps what I was just talking about is applying to a certain relationship in your life right now where you may get an intellectual thing that this is a good idea, whether it's buying a product, a sales thing, or, or a partnership, but you're getting the gut in instincts not to. What you could do that would serve better is look at motives. Everybody has a motive, and it's not to criticize it or critique the motive. Just say, is their motive and my motive 
in resonance with each other. For instance, if you were going to buy an automobile and your motive is to get a working car and you align with somebody whose motive is to sell a non-working car and mask it, well then you're not in alignment. And so if you just look at motives, you don't have to get caught up in that and you can just see whether that is the right thing. The miser is someone who has all these gifts and talents and jewels and she's carrying them around because she doesn't feel safe to set them down. Now's the time to really just lay it all out on the table, all of it, and, and some of it is, may just go on and on its way and others, other parts are going to grow. So lots of, lots of new areas to cover there. Okay. And our next caller, what's your name please? Hi. Hi. My name is Jean. Hi. Hi. What can we do for you? My name is Jean. Hi, Dean. Jean. Jean. Nice, Jean. To, nice to hear yeah. from you. What can we do for you? Well, I really was told I have three new doors opening, and I was wondering what they are. Okay, you're on a cell phone, I believe, but it's breaking up. Can oh, you say this so it's slowly? three what? Three new doors are opening for you? Oh. Okay, well, I'll pull three cards. Let's look at these three doors. And. We'll just see. Okay. So let's say the first door is changed. Well, yeah, the opening up. We have to allow change, which means we have to feel centered in that change, like that little yin-yang sign. We have to be comfortable with the fact that everything is constantly changing. It's our best friend, and it's uh, sometimes our worst fear. But if we always see it as our friend and that it's always created by us, things are going to get better. So I would say one of the, the things that this is communicating to you is to be really okay with changes that are coming up for you. And what I'm getting with this is there's an opportunity to go somewhere new, like that seed flying through the air, landing in this stone wall. Feels like maybe in, uh, someplace uh, physically moving, you may have that opportunity. And then to just trust all this. And so I wasn't picking up on the whole three doors thing, but that doesn't mean the three doors aren't there. But overall, what I got is that there are changes coming up for you to trust them and be innocent within these changes rather than jaded and skeptical. Just remain innocent, and there's so much more resource available to us when we're innocent than when we're skeptical. It's just a simple fact. We're either growing or we're constricting ourselves, so that's really beautiful. So thank you. And we have our next caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hello, this is Neha calling. Hi, Neha. Neha. How are All you? Right. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good. Um, well, you know, I, I have a topic I'd like to bring up. Okay. Um, I think Neville has brought this up before, and the topic is charisma. Ah. Um, That's Mr. What charisma. Is, <laughs> <laughs> what is charisma, um, you know, from your perspective? How do people recognize it? Does it have a physical quality? How does... What is it? So I'd love to hear your views on that. Well, we live in an electromagnetic universe that's absolute truth. It's the way it works. So we are um, magnetic when we are loving. And so the more you are loving, the more charismatic you are. And uh, charisma actually means Christ-like, but it is the idea of if you love yourself in a magnetic universe, then everyone loves you. If you dislike yourself, in a magnetic universe, then everyone dislikes you. So the more you like you, the more everyone likes you. We cannot picture Brad Pitt in a low self-esteem, self-hatred mode because that simply isn't his ethos. It's just not going to happen. 
we love Brad Pitt because Brad Pitt totally adores Brad Pitt. And I'm not saying narcissism always results in uh, uh, ignoring people, always results in disregard, but I'm just saying charisma as such is being attractive because you are attractive, because you feel that you're attractive. And so the more you love yourself, the more everyone loves you. It's, it's really that simple. Well, you, I, I agree, and narcissism and charisma differ. Very different, yeah. Okay, they differ. Hang on. Pardon me, I didn't They differ that. in, oh God, I had it really funny, a uh, real brilliant way. Um, narcissism tries to love him, itself. Charisma does love itself. Yeah, that's and well so said. so in the effort, you can have the same actions, but it's not mm -hmm. the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very good. Very good question, Neha. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Sure. Thank yeah. you. Have a great evening. You too. We'll do that. Yeah, and, ne and Neville, Neville really loves himself, and so he's very charismatic. No, yeah. he is. I mean, and you have I, to love yourself. You can walk down the street with 20 girls in a bikini, me, oh, everybody here, and, and people bikini. are going to pick Neville out of that, that crowd. Honestly, I'm not kidding. Neville gets recognized everywhere because he's got that vibrant field, yeah. that magne magnetic personality, as they call it. And exactly. it's a real measurable thing. It really is. It's an electrical. I can set off instruments. It's, it's actually more of an I, electrical. I had a guitar one time that really went nuts. And I believe we have our next caller. Did you make your no, guitar we gently weep after that? No, no, it was <laughs> too busy laughing <laughs> and having a good time. We're about to be at Ruby Tuesdays. Roll the R, Ruby, Ruby Tuesdays. It sounds like a cat purring, I know. We're going to be at Ruby Tuesdays, the one in Fairfax Snorkel, and uh, I mean Circle. And um, come join us if you have nothing to do. Or if you have something to do, drop it and come and join us because, let's face it, we're far more interesting. But besides that, um, no, come, sit down, have coffee with us, come over, we'll chat, we'll see what's going on. We have uh, a lot to um, offer, and you can see that we're real people. Yes, I play me on television, but I'm me in reality also. And uh, that is what happens. So Ruby Tuesdays, and uh, what else? We're going to be at Sticks and Stones. Yeah, we've and mentioned that. Yeah, I know, and um, all kinds of other oh, things. Oh, we've got the fire ceremony Saturday. Fire ceremony Saturday night. And we're going to have fun. We're going to do the remote view game, enjoy each other's company, and then... If you uh, do tarot, you can bring a deck, and we usually hang out for a little while after and Afterwards. pull cards and get some mm -hmm. more messages. Yeah. It's really a fun time. I let you guys do that. Yeah. Well, I usually do well, something Well, thank else. you for letting us do that. That's You're very quite kind welcome. of you. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what else we got? All right. Enjoy yourself. Well, we are going to be changing up the show, as I say, and I'm going to be doing a show soon uh, teaching a particular subject, and then mm -hmm. Neville will. So watch watch for. Yeah, and if we'll you haven't have signed up for our mailing list, go to telepathictv.com and there, there's a place to sign up at the bottom of every page. Yeah. But Sound only good? sign up on one page. You can sign up anywhere you want. There we go. All right. How about that? So we thank, honor, love, and praise you for your participation in this event. Yes.
Thank you.